Maybe try a crab cake, salad, rice and okra, catfish, two pieces, macaroni and cheese, root beer. Like, I was hungry when we went in there, okay? That, that, uh, that, um, them okras you had, they look kind of, how was, how were they? I would have, uh, mine would have been a tad bit softer. They were good. Don't get me wrong, they were good, but I like my okra soft. So I would have did them a little softer. I had to add a little salt, obviously. And and um I put hot sauce on it and it, it made everything better. But um having it there, I was like almost but not quite. And I told Brittany, like, I gotta go to the store this weekend. Um, we definitely having some stewed tomato okra because I need that. And nobody out here, they used to make it at that restaurant and the waitress was like, we made it. And I felt like we made it really good. But people used to complain about the tomatoes. They, you know, they're not real Southern folks. So the people that own this place are real down home Southern people. So they were just kind of like they had to change it up. So they steamed the okra, they steamed the rice, and then they put fresh tomato in it. And I was like, you know, Western West Coast people will fuck up a good dish. Oh, yeah. Because the only thing it needed to be was stewed tomato and okra. That's all. That's all I've been around here looking for. That's all I've wanted. I was just like, fuck it. I'll do it myself. Cause Country shit. Hell yeah. That's what I'm... Yep. And you better be lucky I don't still eat lamb meat. Because you know what else I would have had? Some fat bat sitting on the stove ready. Mm. You can see yourself a pescatarian. Not so much so because there's still seafood that I eat that isn't on the pescatarian roster should i say um i just don't eat lamb meat and i don't oh. fuck with dairy a lot and that's just pretty much all i can tell people i don't because even people ask us all me and Brittany, all the time especially when we at a restaurant and we black and they just be so y'all don't want no chicken like y'all ain't doing this y'all ain't doing that no well what do y'all eat we just like pretty much like what we want just no lamb meat hardly any dairy and that's it mm. well that's wonderful you want to know what else is wonderful what else? You started recording already. Our loyal listeners, welcome everyone to the show. It's your boy, welcome, be easy. welcome. It's your boy, be easy. I'm Courtney, and uh, we're here on this uh, wonderful day that some of y'all celebrate called Mother's Day. What? What? Shout out to all of the mommies out there. Shout out to y'all air conditioners because I know y'all got them on. Don't talk about air conditions because you know I am in the west, northwest, much like New York, and ain't no air conditioners in these pictures. It ain't air conditioning season yet? No, I ain't talking about that. I mean, it's 82, 84 degrees outside today, so it's definitely air conditioned season. I'm just saying the houses around here are much built like Connecticut, New York houses. Ain't no air conditioning, little baby. For real? Dead ass. Like, I'm looking at window units. Like, I'm living in big ass brick Nokia phone age. Wow, I didn't know that. And then another thing, too, is even getting a window unit, it's kind of hard because, again, much like northeast, the northwest, the windows are made from side to side, not up and down. Mm -hmm. So if we get a window unit, we then got to get, you know, for some board or something to put in there so we'll make sure shit ain't getting in. So y'all house don't got no air conditioning? No, it got heating, like central heating, but no, no air. Wow. The thing that I do love, though, about being north is once 6 o'clock come, it don't matter if it was 90 degrees that day. By the time 6 o'clock hit, I don't know if we getting a breeze from off all the water all around or what happens. But when I tell you you're going to need a jacket, 
Water you just got to wait till 6 o'clock. You don't need a jacket. But then, you know, it's good time if you got, like, the windows open, whatever. But, yeah, no. I ain't no. I miss air conditioning. I'm, you know, just let's don't talk about it. Let's just move on. Mm. Well, seeing as how was Mother's Day. You going to um, play my husband? Who's your husband? Nigga, Tupac. Everybody knows Tupac is my husband. Uh, No. Oh, so you can't even run like the first couple lines from Dear Mama, like dead ass. I could part, play the crack fiend part. Would you like that? You know what? No, you ain't gonna. No, no, just go ahead <laughs> with what you were saying, Brandon, because you so out of line this morning. I just, you know, <laughs> I don't. Oh, uh, goodness. Did you watch the Met Gala last week? Are you into that type of stuff? Nah. Uh, Brandon, you know, I, let me say something. I know the listeners even know. What? I don't know. You that might be something you into. That you know. I'm not. Uh, no, um, but I do have a few people that like was on my Facebook that like live for this. Like they've never been, but they tune in, they post reviews, they review what people have on, they have a list of their top picks and all this other type of shit. So I mean I glanced that and, and whatever the shade room posted, but uh, that's about as much into it as it is for me. Well, somebody that was at the Met Gala that everybody was talking about was Cardi B. And, yes, I did see a picture of what she looked like. And uh, you know, Cardi B, she had a um she's a mother to be. That's why I threw that in there. Mother Cardi B Mother's Day. Anyway, you know her and uh, mm-hmm. Azalea Banks, they had a well, it's basically been kind of one sided because Cardi B really ain't said nothing to her. But uh, Azalea Banks, she kinda um uh, tried to start up their little beef again. Well, one sided beef or whatever. Uh, when she was on the Breakfast Club and she uh called uh Cardi B, she said that she was illiterate. Un- she said she was an illiterate, untalented rat. Uh, compare her to a caricature of a black woman. Um, she said, two years ago, the conversation surrounding black women's culture was really reaching an all-time high. There was just this really, really, really intelligent conversation going on nationally. And then everything just kind of changed. And then it was just like Cardi B. Uh, she says, I'm just talking about this character of a black woman. Uh, that black women themselves would never be able to get away with. Like, if my spelling and grammar was that bad, I'd be canceled. If Nicki Minaj spelled like that, we would be ragging on her all day. Um, but then Cardi B, she responded. And she said, I'm from the hood. I would try to do a Cardi B voice, but I ain't going to do that shit. Yeah, let's not, Brenda. Please. Oh, is that a challenge? No, that is not a challenge. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> Please don't be quiet this morning. Please don't be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, you're so stupid. I'm from the hood. Nah, I'm from the hood. I, I speak how I speak. I am how I am. I did not choose to be famous. People chose me. Uh, people followed me on Instagram, and the people gave me a platform to introduce my talent. She said, I never asked to be an example or a role model. I don't want to change my ways because I'm famous. That's why I just mind my business. Uh, this is coming from a woman that bleached her skin, but want to advocate. Goodbye. I'm not apologizing, or I'm not. Yeah, I'm not apologizing to kill myself because of who I am. Um, and then she made a long post on Instagram, but then she since uh, deleted her uh, Instagram account. Um, you know what I'm saying? I had a good little bit of people talking, but um. Yeah, Zaya Banks, man. She, I ain't never really heard none of her music. But she I've never heard any of her music as well. The only thing that I know about Azalea Banks is 
Russell Crowe, I think it was, and I'm not, I'm not sure. Oh yeah, it was Russell Crowe. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, allegedly spit in her face, mm-hmm. and ever since then, or even possibly before then, I just didn't know of her before the Russell Crowe incident. Oh, you did. She has no. She has been after every black woman imaginable. So, uh, even you know, Mama B. So I just. I don't really know. There was another um there was another clap back from Cardi. There was a clap back from Cardi's publicist. And then of course Azalea had another clap back. Oh really? Yes. I me and my it, it was in our group chat because me and my cousins were talking about it. Um and it's not to say that Azalea, like in her the last clap back that I saw that she had, it wasn't that she didn't maybe make some valid points. The only thing that is the issue with me is one, you're advocating right now because it's popping. Because you can't advocate as much as. Hello? Hold on. Oh, hold on. Damn, we might have lost Courtney. It has been a tornado of tear black women down. So, even if what she says has any validity, I ain't here for it. Yeah, she, um, yeah, she, like you said, you was talking about, like, Beyonce and shit. Like, she did that before. Like, every time Beyonce do something, she, mm-hmm. she'll talk shit about her. Then she'll, pra- she'll praise her and talk shit about her. Um, it was something weird that happened, like, she had, like, at, in her apartment in New York or whatever. Um, they called the police or whatever because she was like sacrificing, sacri- damn, sacrificing oh, chickens. Uh, chickens in there. She sacrificed shit. the chickens and shit. And mm-hmm. There was a whole bunch of blood and all kind of like dried up blood in there and shit. So she definitely, yeah, she definitely got you know some crazy shit going on and um, you know, conspiracy theorists be on the move like they be ready for some shit to happen so they can talk about it. And I see one person was saying like um. You know, she went after Remy and she like pretty no, much. She didn't want to smoke with Remy though. Right. And because, you know, Remy dead ass like was she, on she, her ass. Um, Nikki, it, they tied it back to Nikki. Like, you know, Nikki was beefing with Remy. She went after Remy. Nikki and Cardi had this beef. She went after Cardi like the second time. Nikki's supposed to have a project dropping soon. And everybody feels like Nikki is, that was why Nikki didn't respond like, as loudly as Nikki normally would have responded to Cardi when they were at the height of their shit. Never mind the fact that they squashed it apparently, but um, was saying that uh, Azalea went after Cardi on behalf of Nikki and that they probably have some music coming out later mm. or whatever, like publicity, some clout, whatever, whatever. But um, yeah, I don't know. I just feel like, Azalea Banks is just as irrelevant as Jocelyn Hernandez, who definitely was tweeting about Cardi, but she's been tweeting about Cardi ever since Cardi even first came out, and she hasn't deserved a response, and nor has she gotten one. So, yeah. Um, keeping it mothers. This is somebody mother or grandmother. You see the video of the black lady getting um arrested. Like, pulled out of her car? Oh, my God, yes. Pulled out of her car. When I tell you that, like, definitely touched me in a different way. Because one, she old. Yeah. And two, had that have been my grandma. I don't, let me tell you about how to have been on the first thing smoking in South Carolina. Uh-uh. 
Yeah, uh, 65-year-old lady, well, grandmother, uh, she, like, the dude pulled out of the car and yanked her, just talked, like, cursing at her and shit, like, showing no respect. Hello? Yeah. Brandon. You can't hear me? Oh, shoot. This motherfucking shit. All right, sorry, y'all. My internet was acting crazy. Uh, but I'm gonna keep the party going. You know he's sitting out there with that dial up. Dial up the, anyway. But uh, <laughs> he pulled up, he pulled a 65 year old lady out of the uh out of the car, whatever. Um, grandmother yanked her. She was cursing at her and all kind of shit. Um, mm-hmm. but uh, today he resigned. Um, which was good. You know what I'm saying? Need no protests or nothing. Um, let me see. There's a video. Let me see if I can play this video. I don't know what it is. I didn't watch it. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit! Okay. Hold up. Let me make sure this ain't no damn commercial. Cause you know, during the age of aerospace, explorers to find the impossible. Yeah, this is commercial. <laughs> yeah, anyway, uh, but yeah, that's what happened, man. I mean, y'all can see it. it's an older black lady. Many of our mothers' ages or grandmothers' ages. Um, yeah, and it was just like he was talking to her like she was a. A hood nigga or something like I hated that shit, but uh, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm glad it. Well, I'm glad he quit. Um, more white people shenanigans. Um, did you see the video of the uh, young ladies at the Airbnb? Oh there. my god, yes. <clears throat> yeah, by Marley's granddaughter. Yeah, yeah. For those of y'all that don't know, it was a um a group of young women. Um, they were uh. Was there one male with them? <clears throat> uh, I don't know. I, <clears throat> I think I just, it was at least one guy with them. I don't know. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I didn't. I didn't see. I only saw a couple of the women. You know, what I'm saying I didn't. Yeah, really, I think you're right. I think you're right. Yeah, I, I didn't watch the whole video, so I, that's why I said I don't know. Um, because I, I really can't watch that shit. Yeah, that's. I'm, I'm getting kind of the same way too. Like even the thing, the last story we just talked about with the grandma. Like I didn't watch the whole thing. I'm getting to a point where it is hard for me to watch the whole entire video. Yeah. So um, this happened in in uh, L.A. and it was the video just shows some women um like coming out of the house and it's like a whole bunch of police there and asking them questions and the women like you know what I'm saying why were you called like we just leaving we. You know, we Airbnb, you know what I'm saying? We used Airbnb for this house or whatever, blah, blah, blah. Um, they had a helicopter out there for them. Um, yep. <clears throat> police asking to see their IDs and what are you doing here, that type of shit. Um, then eventually, um, you know, it came out that the neighbor uh, called the police because she didn't recognize them. And then it, it came out that she didn't, she called the police because they didn't wave back at her. Right. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Because now what I did watch was the video of the host of the Airbnb. And she was like, if they would have came out and just smiled and been nice and not been rude, then this could have been avoided. But you know, this America, I don't have to smile, wave or be motherfucking nice. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying that and that's real personal to me because a couple motherfucking things I do not do is smile, wave and speak and be nice. That's I, I I don't. I know that's a southern thing. Everybody, you know, walking in and out the grocery store. Hey, how you? Da, da, da. I don't do that ever. Yeah, that 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 ain't even no southern thing. Like, but I mean, I don't know what this lady expected. They were in. I mean, 
They weren't but, even in the South. You know what I'm saying? That that was just that's a lot of things. That's one thing that white women especially do. They uh use their whiteness as a weapon to to call. They do. You know what I'm saying? Because they 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 are very well aware that for most of America, the sun rising set on their ass. Mm-hmm. Oh, you're not gonna wave to me? I'm gonna call the police on yeah. you. And like, look at, and the police response—they locked down the whole neighborhood. Um, and I think that's dumb as fuck. Calling freaking helicopters for what? Yeah. And the question: What are you doing here? Like, got on my damn nerves for more than one reason. Um, simply, I, I, you like—it just implies that they're not supposed to be here. Why? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hate that. Like, I, I hate that. Uh. Then I, I I hate when they ask you like I don't know if you ever had this but I've been asked before like how can you afford this car? Now I I hate that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, um, yeah. I, so I've heard of uh, uh, mostly that people that I've heard that from have definitely been males. Um, and it was a a lot of like my homeboys from back home, but like between South Carolina and Georgia, mm-hmm. that used to get asked that all the time and. I just want to be like the same way how you can afford yours. Like anything you can do 10 times, most times we can do that shit better. Anywhere you can live, we can live if we want to. Like stop asking these condescending ass questions. Yeah, it was a um, one time that happened to me and this dude. Um, it was, I was living in Virginia. We weren't even out in my parking lot yet. And the dude uh, and the officer pulled us over, you know what I'm saying? He was driving a, like a 7 Series Beamer. So he was like, "Where y'all going?" I was like, "What do you mean? Where we go? Like, we wasn't even on the street, so we was, we was but real belligerent. Like, what the fuck you mean? Where we going? Like, what you want? Wh- who car is this? What what y'all doing?" He was like, "How can you afford this car?" We was like, "Bitch, we work and we make more money than you. Like, you mad because you can't afford this?" And we was just talking cash shit to him, like showing showing uh, showing him our work IDs and all kind of shit. He was so mad he can't do shit. Right. But uh, yeah, that's how they do though. Um, and and a lot of them dead ass do be mad because, but you know, you chose that job. You chose to be walking around here trying to arrest motherfuckers for pennies on the dollar. Mm-hmm. And the rest of us could go out here and do better shit. But like me working at the fuck. Uh oh, you want me to delete oh. that? Damn it! <laughs> Let me get that minute mark. <laughs> you just say that shit just slid right on out too by 18, it did. 18 minutes and 30 seconds. I don't work for them folk, Geico. Shit. I'm going to try to. Let me see. Okay. And damn. Write that down. 18. I'll say 29. I'll try to write that. I'll try to delete that for you. But, uh, damn. but yeah, anyway. um, But yeah. yeah, that's not the only incident of somebody getting called the police on. It was a, I don't have the story, but it was, a, um, it happened at, I want to say Harvard. University? No, it was Yale. Oh, yeah. It was Yale. I, I know, it was I know that's where we was going because this week was the week of call the police on black folk week. Yeah, so the uh it was one it was one student, she was writing a paper like in a common area and she fell yep. asleep. And this yep. white white girl, uh this this oppressor, she called the police on her. And uh it was a video of that too. They were like questioning her and the, and the, I did watch a little bit more of that video, but in that video it was like the officers asking her like let me see your ID, and I, I need to prove right, that you stay then, here. Right, and then she was like, "Well, I'll just take you guys to my apartment." 
And and I felt like that was a smart move. Like I don't have to show you my ID, but follow me to my apartment because if I have an apartment here, that means I go here. And then they were just kind of like the police were. I feel like they were trying to pretend that they were trying to like digress the situation. Like, well, you know, we don't know if she belongs here. If you belong here, we're asking to see both of y'all IDs. Meanwhile, I never saw the footage on the video where they asked for the cracker's ID. Yeah, but then I, then it was the black police officer that was like giving her the most lip that I saw. Like. Yeah, and that's another thing that really got on my nerves. And then on the back side of the story to find out that this um the the colonizer that called the police um did a publication in a magazine of the benefits of slavery or or like why she thinks slavery was a good thing. Mm. And then obviously the the magazine did later apologize for pub- publishing her uh work or whatever um and you know what it meant, but she's also called the police on black students before. This wasn't her first time calling the police on a black student. Um, I'm sorry. I'm uh. There's a video. This child's gonna be no shit. Uh. <clears throat> um. This yeah, week, same, black people couldn't sleep. Yeah. Black people couldn't check out the Airbnb. And, and that, black people couldn't have a same, cookout. But that same girl that you were talking about before you get to that one, that same girl, she uh called on another guy. He was on he he was on CNN with I think he was with Don Lemon. And she had called I didn't I didn't watch that. I get tired of seeing that shit. But yeah, uh, yeah she called uh Don Le- well, she called uh the police on that guy and he was telling his story too. So I think somebody was saying that they think she has like a mental um a mental illness. She looked like it. You seen yeah. her? But um, but yeah, go ahead with the story with the uh, cookout shit that you was talking about. Yeah, um, I was actually trying to find the shit, um, the actual story, and not just speak of my synopsis on my synopsis. But um, uh, I got it somewhere up here. Yeah, I just feel like I think you in, know when you be digging through stories, they all start to run together and stuff. Yeah, it happened in um Oakland. Um, yep, see. California was lit this week. Uh, yep, wait. So I see where I see the the response. Yeah, I see the response. Let me see. Love black people, that. by the way. Uh, okay, here we go. I got it. <clears throat> uh, <laughs> I was struggling. I done passed the thing like four times in the meantime. Anyway, um. Needless to say, there was a family in Oakland, California, that attempted to enjoy a sunny day at Lake Merritt Park and decided to bring their grill for a cookout. Everything was going fine until another park goer thought they weren't following park rules and decided to call the police. Um, Michelle Snyder, a white woman who captured the incident on her cell phone, couldn't believe what she was witnessing and referred to the to the woman as a fucking cold Nazi police. Snyder says the only thing her husband, Kenzie Smith, and his friends wanted to do was enjoy the day at the park. This is exactly what is the problem with Oakland today, Snyder said. This lady wants to sit here and call the police on them for having a barbecue at the lake as if it's not normal. According to the cookout snitch, uh, charcoal (laughs) grills weren't allowed in the section of the park where the family was. The snitch even threatened the family by telling them they were going to jail. She said that we were trespassing, we were not welcome, and then turned back around and said, y'all going to jail. I think we need to question the police that made this woman think she had the right to harass people. 
Although the park map showed the family was indeed in the wrong area for grilling, Smith says that she sees people using charcoal grills there all the time, but wasn't necessary for the unidentified woman to call the police. No, according to Oakland City uh, Council Member Lynette Gibson, you want to go at that, that last name, Brandon? Lynette Gibson, hold on. Where you at? McEllen, McElhenney? I don't know. McElhenney. Nuh-uh. McElhenney, yeah. Mechelaney. Okay, so Gibson says <laughs> the police... <laughs> The police should be used um, for actual emergencies. I want to encourage people to know when to call the police, when to raise question of regulations with the uh, city council. Maybe there is a passive way to reach out to us and get this. When the police finally arrived, guess whose tears were flowing and who stated that she was being harassed? Of course, the woman who made the cell phone call who cried about being harassed. Oh my God! I'm done. I don't want to read no more of the story. You, she waited for two hours. Yeah, she said. Uh, oh, you. I, I'll finish it for you. Yes, because I'm upset. Because why they got to turn on their tears and beat? Go ahead, Brandon. Because I can't. I reported over two hours ago. Some people were illegally <laughs> grilling in the park with a charcoal grill where they're not supposed to. I was waiting there for a response because I was told they're coming. After two hours, I just called back. The non-emergency line, and in the interim, who says that in a re- in real life? In the interim, in the interim, these people came up and started harassing me, physically pushing me. Uh, Snyder says she, she didn't do any lying. such thing, and in neither party re- received a citation. And Snyder and Smith were allowed to continue their afternoon cookout. Uh, notice how Snyder called her fellow white woman on out on her shit. Uh, be more like Snyder, white people. Uh, so yeah, like you said, that was, uh, that happened in Oakland. What day did that happen? That must be was on a weekend. I don't know, but I'm going to tell you what. We was at this real nice-ass park yesterday, mm-hmm. and they be grilling out there. <clears throat> Excuse me, y'all. I'm mm-hmm. getting overcoming sickness. And we said we was going to grill out at this park. I'm going to tell y'all motherfuckers right now. Somebody come harassing me at this park when we start grilling? Y'all go motherfucking no. Okay. Ooh, you go viral. We I'm do, going viral we, as fuck. We need our white Bronco over here at the show. <laughs> uh, and, for, and, and for y'all that don't know, the white Bronco is the thing that catapulted Nancy Grace's career. Mm-hmm. Covering that OJ shit. So mm-hmm. everybody mm-hmm. that pops has a white Bronco. For the Breakfast mm-hmm. Club, it was uh, Fabulous and Ray J. That was their white mm-hmm. Bronco. Mm-hmm. We need our white Bronco. So if mm-hmm. Courtney got to get into it with a a, a a a a white supremacist colonizer, and may or may not get uh, assaulted by the police, we may need that to happen for <laughs> us to pop. So Courtney, whenever you get into it with the police, just make sure while they videotaping, you just shout out the show and your Instagram account and uh, the email address while you get harassed. Uh, it'll be okay. <laughs> All these rules and regulations, but okay, I got you. I'm just saying, yeah. Uh, but like you said, you know what I'm saying, that happened in Oakland. And, they, you know what I'm saying, the people in Oakland, they didn't ride it or whatever, you know what I'm saying. Um, they did have a response. Uh, what they did was they, uh, um, I guess, had a big-ass cookout. And did the electric motherfucking slide. Yeah, to, uh, before I let yes, go. Yes, black people, I love y'all. Yeah. 
I mean, it was it was an ass of people there too. Ass of. I'm here for that. I'm here for that shit. You hear me? I wanted to go to Oakland and be part of the let you slide cookout in the park. Yeah, you closer than me. Yeah, that shit was fun though. <clears throat> Look, you know what I'm saying? That was a good response. That was that was an amazing response. Uh, one thing you probably won't be hearing at too many cookouts this summer is R. Kelly. Ain't nobody stepping in the name of no motherfucking love. Thank you, especially, universe. Especially if you are listening to it on Spotify, because Spotify is removing R. Kelly's music from his editorial and algorithmic playlists. Uh, the move arrives with the streaming giant's new hate content and hateful conduct policy, which aims to promote openness, diversity, tolerance, and respect. Uh, a line in the policy reads, when an artist or a creator does something that is especially harmful or hateful, um, for example, violence against children and sexual violence, it may affect the ways we work with or support the artist or creator. Uh, in a statement to Billboard, Spotify said, we are removing R. Kelly's music from all Spotify-owned and operated playlists and algorithmic recommendations such as Discover Weekly. His music will still be available on the service, but Spotify will not actively promote it. We don't censor content because of an artist's or creator's behavior, but we want our editorial decisions, uh, what we choose the program, to reflect our values. Um, Jonathan Prince, the uh, VP and head of content and marketplace policy, told Billboard that uh, when we look at promotion, we look at issues around hateful conduct, where you have an artist or another creator who has done something off-platform that is so particularly out of line with our values, egregious in a way that it becomes something that we don't want to associate ourselves with. Uh, he added, so we've decided that in some circumstances we may choose to not work with it, with that artist or their content in the same way. Uh, blah, blah, blah. So um, shout out to him. We know R. Kelly. He was on tape in 2002. He made child porn. I don't care what nobody says. He's a child rapist. And then now he, all these women coming out, they, you know what I'm saying, he got a little sex coat going on. So, um, yeah. Shout out to them. Um, I think it was somebody else too. Um, XXX Tentacion, I think that's how you say it. Yeah, I, yeah. Um, they removed his music too. I'm not really sure why. I don't. Oh, that I didn't even know he problem. exists or that he had music. Yeah, he. Um, I know it was like a lot of video. It was like a video of him beating up his old lady. Um. Oh, it was reports of him beating up his load. It was somebody else that did. No, that's NBA. Young no, boy. that was, yeah, I was gonna say no, that's but, that NBA little boy. But now, um, XXX, I think he did the same thing. Beat up his girlfriend. Um, he did a video one time of like him hanging white people. Um, he he said some other crazy shit about beating up women or something like that. But he, I was surprised it took you know people this long to stop fuck with him because he was so new. Uh, but yeah, them two gone. Um, I don't know. Maybe they'll start doing this for everybody. Uh, Did you see um, that rapper's response when he asked what, like, had a list of rappers and was like, are you going to remove their music as well? No, I didn't see that. <laughs> Let me get the list of rappers that he indeed asked about. Hold on. Well, while you Uno, look for, well, while you look for that list, um, somebody was fabulous on that list. <laughs> Give me five seconds, son. I don't even know. Here it go, right here. Okay. So <clears throat> he said, um, 
Gene Simmons of Kiss, Red Hot Chili Peppers, David Bowie, Real Estate, Backstreet Boys, Ozzy Osbourne, Ace of Base, Seal, Jimmy Page, James Brown, Michael Jackson, Miles Davis, Six Nine, oh, excuse me, Nelly, Miguel, Trey Songs, Fabulous, Dr. Dre. Yep. Oh yeah, well. Ben Vicious. I don't know what yep. David Bowie did. Or, he said it was rape allegations because he has everything in parentheses with everybody done. Oh. Sexual battery, sexual assault, David Boy was rape allegations, real estate, sexual misconduct, Backstreet Boys, Nick Carter was uh, sexual sexual assault, Ozzy Osbourne, domestic abuse, ace of base, founding member of a neo-Nazi seal, sexual battery, Jimmy Page, rape of a minor, James Brown, domestic violence, Michael Jackson, sexual abuse of a minor, Miles Davis, domestic abuse, Sid Vicious, domestic violence slash murder, 6ix9ine, sexual misconduct with a minor, Nelly, sexual assault, Miguel, sexual misconduct, Trey Songz, domestic violence, Fabulous, domestic violence, Dr. Dre, domestic violence. Mm, I mean, you do got a point. He does, and I hate that he has a point because he does. Because I mean, I don't hate that he has a point. He does have a point. He does. Um, I, I just don't think if if we get into all like all of those, ain't nobody gonna be streaming on the motherfucking thing. Not necessarily. I mean, yeah, and I honestly, I don't really feel no tight way about anybody that's on the list for real, for real. Like, I, I mean, I mean, I, right now the only fabulous song still on my. I, my iMusic music right now is a song with him, Tiana Taylor, and Jayla Kiss. Jada Kiss. Mm. I like that song. I haven't taken it off, um, but I don't have James Brown on there. You know, I like a little James Brown, but he ain't on there. I don't got. Um, oh, I do have Miguel on there. Yeah, of course, you got Miguel on there. I got uh, "Dilemma" by Nelly on there. Why? Because of Kelly Rowland. Because I, I just like the song. It just remind me like. Never mind. This I got this song on there. Uh, I got Trey Songz uh-oh. that one that one album on there with uh Jupiter Jupiter Love or something like that's that. That Trey Song that shit. That's Trey shit still fresh too. That's it is fresh. But you know he was like either acquitted or they was dropped or whatever. Mm, that don't necessarily mean nothing though. I mean I agree. I ain't, I'm just saying that that's what had happened. Trey Song shit. I, the last I heard, well, I mean, I ain't saying you wrong. I just the last the last thing that I heard was that um she was trying to sue because he threw her phone. I and I, the last thing I said was that he was acquitted for the domestic violence things. I don't know if acquitted is the right term. I just, just want to state that. Yeah, um, it ain't moving forward at the end of the motherfucking day. Oh yeah, um, That's and the then like celebrating. He posted a video. I guess he was doing a show, and this girl was trying to like back that ass up on him, and he ran. He was just like, "Nah, like y'all know why? I ain't doing that shit. Like, no, don't back your ass up on me. Like, don't do nothing. I don't got no Dr. Dre on my shit, you know. I mean, unless we just because then he produced for Eminem. He produced for everybody, just about. Oh, okay. Well, then I guess a little Dr. Dre on that shit because I, I I got Eminem on that. You got Tupac on that. I mean, all the Tupac. Didn't I just say that was my husband? Everything. You everything he wrote is there? on there. I don't bear fresh out of jail, California dreaming. As soon yep. as I step I on the scene. I step on stage and heard the hoochie screaming. What they fiending for? Dead. <laughs> Nothing. I thought you knew the rest of the line. Damn, you just killed the 
first. Oh, so I thought you was asking a question. I was going to say that dick, but then I didn't want to be. <sighs> anyway, speaking of fabulous, uh, I don't think Emily B took any of his music off of her playlist because this, sure despite did. him allegedly striking her in the face seven times in a video of him threatening to shoot her father and brother, she was in court supporting the father of her children. She was, and they was at um, they they were pictured at a barbecue together. Hell, they were even pictured at uh, Beachella together. Mm. Her teeth fixed and everything, so I guess they're always good. Uh, according to Bossip, the couple was seen in Bergen County Superior Court on Thursday for an early disposition hearing. Disposition hearing, sitting together and leaving together. Uh, Fabulous is t- facing charges of domestic for domestic threats. I mean, I'm sorry, terroristic threats and aggravated assault against Emily, but waived his appearance today. In addition, Emily herself told that up. Emily herself told the court that she wants for the domestic charges against her partner to be dropped and a past restraining order to be thrown out. Uh, his lawyer said there's no restraining order on the case, and that was accomplished several weeks ago, and that was dismissed by Emily. Um. A court clerk told the gossip website that uh, he'll be back in court June in June for pre-trial intervention hearing, um, where first-time offenders may be able to get a plea instead of court. Uh, so yeah, I guess uh, that ass whooping wasn't severe enough for classic battered woman type of thing. You go back a thousand times before you leave. Yeah. Um, Unfortunately, though, it is sad because then you have to look at the 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 fact that <clears throat> um, women dying due to domestic violence is like at an all time high, and it's just scary because you see somebody going through it, and then you be like, "Damn, little baby, like, what if one day, like, you get struck the wrong way? You know, it don't take it don't take but two seconds for you to be dead. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. the, for the wrong shit to happen. Um, so for me. That's my only thought about it. Like, especially someone that has been in that situation, like, hell yeah, I went the fuck back a couple times, a few times, you know, maybe like four or five times I went back. So it, it is a thing. It don't make me feel like, oh, if you do it again, she deserve it, anything like that. Cause I've seen some comments, people post real hateful shit, but yeah, whenever she ready, she'll come out of it. Mm. Ain't no sense of her leaving for the people. She got to want to leave for herself. Like you say, ass whooping wasn't severe enough. Yeah. Uh, I just hope you don't whoop ass again. Me too. I really, I, <clears throat> I'm really, excuse me, y'all. I really hope he doesn't, but you got to know he did probably the same famous line all of them tell, like, I ain't going to do it no more. I'm going I'm to get better. I'm going to go get help and all this other shit. Until, and it's all glitz and glam until you realize your ass walking on eggshells again, trying not to say the wrong thing because you don't want to get your eye black. I mean, he he probably just told her that um, he can't let her go, you know? Yeah, because in one of the pictures, like at the barbecue, mm-hmm. she actually had on, I think it was a wedding band or yeah. something. And I know a lot of people were saying, like, whenever it happened, like, oh, they're married, they're married. And I just was like, I don't, I never knew them to be married. I just thought they'd been together for forever. But you never know what happened. Because let me tell you something about a motherfucker. Until they ready for you to go. They'll pull out all the stops. They'll marry your ass just so you don't leave until they ready for your ass to go. Yeah. Okay? That's all I'm saying. He probably, he probably was just like, Ma, you make me better. 
Um, you gonna make me spit my water out? <laughs> yeah, you could have. You know, I wrote that song about you, little baby. Mm-hmm. Yep. Niggas a lie just to kick it. Yep. You know, don't get too excited. Just breathe. <laughs> just breathe. Yeah. Right. Let's go home, so and we can cool. have a lituation. <laughs> or maybe we can go to the store, and you can throw it in the bag. I mean, you know she did a lot of throwing in the bag. Yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just reading fabulous songs, y'all. Don't don't mind me. That's all he doing. Yeah. Cause he petty and childish. Yeah. Uh. So I I don't I ain't want to shout out to them for that, but uh. I don't either. Ugh. That's a. That's weird. It is. Um. It is weird. Hell, I feel like it was weird for me every time I went back. Cause I used to just be looking like. I go in the mirror every day, look at myself, looking like this, and here I'm in here. Talking about I love you. Like, I did used to have these conversations with myself. Like, you stupid as fuck. Like, get your shit together. Mm. And then one day, my shit was together. And I was like, you know what? Okay, bye. <laughs> uh, you hear about your president? I don't got no president. What you talking about? He, uh... Have you noticed the gas going up? I did notice that. Because, you know, the Audi take premium. So, I, I definitely... Realize that. Mm, the Audi, rich people, cars. Um, but yeah, meanwhile, was, you had a whole fleet of BMWs on your Facebook. You gonna stop coming that, with that rich shit, Brandon? That dope money it don't count. Because uh, it can't be taxed. All the more reason why you rich. Because I'm gonna tell you something. Taxes beat us upside the head. I'm gonna tell you that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, gas going up because uh, Donald Trump got out of that Iran deal, the place where uh, yep. most of the oil come from out there in the Middle East, you know what I'm saying, fucking up shit. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. it, it's going to, not only will it hurt, you know what I'm saying, the gas prices, but it's going to hurt that economic growth that he's always talking about. Um, yeah, it definitely will. Yeah, so shout out to uh, him for being a dumbass. And As I think per just, usual. Yeah, I think he's just doing it just to get out of a uh, you know, just to stop something else that uh, Obama. That was all that it was. Yeah. His main goal, I feel like, number one on his agenda is to undo everything Obama did. Yeah, because I was listening to one podcast and they were talking about how, um, because of that deal, like certain companies were like, it was something that they were gonna make. I want to say it was like certain engines for, uh, um, for aircrafts to be built for iran or whatever something like that and like it was like a hundred thousand jobs is now in jeopardy because he got out of that deal um so yeah shout out to the mega crowd um I just want to know. I just wonder how high gas will, how high, how high will the prices get? Like, that's what I want to know too. Like, that's the thing that I really want to know at this point. Like, how high is it going to get? Because I already experienced, uh, you know, it going up from my move from Texas to here. Oh yeah, just off of you know what I'm saying. Just being, off the move yeah. alone, just off of the cost of living here. Yeah, I'd already experienced that. So now to even furthermore be here and to see this shit get as high as it is, when I tell you, I make sure Costco is in my route if I need gas because that's the only place I'd be wanting to get gas from. Because everywhere else is so it's priced so out of control. What that ninety three run out there? Um, damn near four dollars. That had been that had been the norm. Ooh. That was already it. Like it was already like three eighty, three fifty. 
you know, about three, 370, 380 already off top. Meanwhile, I was paying like 284. Oh, but man. now, because, you know, I'm, I'm regular gas. But now it's more than that. More than that. Yeah, I don't I don't get what he's trying to do. I I just don't think he realized how. I feel like it, at the end of the day, it's going it's going to hurt more than it's going to help. But I feel like that's part of his goal, too. He don't give a damn about who he hurting because in all honesty, who the people that ain't going to be affected by the gas prices are, are the people that's going to pretty much be around him in his camp. Like, they going to get gas. They ain't hurt. They really... Whoa, hold on. What is that? What the fuck is that? I have no clue, brother. Oh, shit. It's a video play. <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't know where it's coming from. Oh shit! Where the fuck is this coming from? Man, I have no clue. What you watching? This I ain't watching like, nothing. It's just playing something playing in the background. Okay, it's done. sound like colonizers. Nah, that was some that was some people at a um at a graduation. It sounded oh. like yeah. I don't know where it was coming from, but uh, I guess that's a good way to get into my next story. Yeah, let's keep it. Ah, yeah, it's this video. Hold on. <laughs> yeah, it's this video right here. I don't know how to get off of it. Uh, hold up. Yeah, that's what Excuse that was. Excuse you. Oh, sorry. I ain't got in. I ain't got in character into this. Yeah, it was a um. It's a video of um. And I can't even see it at University of Florida. Did you see that? Um, where people, where the black people were um, graduating and out. I, I didn't even watch the video, but they were doing something coming across the stage, like celebrating and shit. And one of the uh, faculty members like was shoving them off the stage, grabbing them up and. Hell no, I ain't saw that. Oh yes, yes. Um, uh, let me let me get this story straight. Uh, the University of Florida is being accused of racism after a faculty member forcibly yanked several minority students off the stage during a graduation ceremony. Shocking video shows the graduates walk across the stage to receive their diplomas as their names are called. But when some students take a moment to do a celebratory dance, a white male in regalia. Aggressively grabs. I love when they throw just big words in there. Uh, aggressively <laughs> grabs them to move them along. Uh, the video has sparked outrage by alumni, parents, and current students who claim the staff member was only physical with black and other minority students. Um, the incident forced the University of Florida president to issue an apology for the inappropriately aggressive behavior. Oh shit! This shit is all broken up. Uh, let me see. There's a whole bunch of videos I got here. Uh, throughout Saturday's two and a half hour graduation ceremony, the man who has not been named by the school—I think they found out who he is now—is um, seen hurrying students of all ethnicities along as their names are called. Uh, it is—it appears his role was to make sure the students were orderly and swiftly walked across the stage to receive their diplomas. Uh, however, he may have been getting impatient near the end as he aggressively grabs and shove several male and female students when they stop to do a victory dance. I mean, that's kind of understandable. He was getting frustrated near the end because, you know, near the end, it's a whole lot of Williams. Um, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And most of them are black. So uh, You get Williams and then Williamson. Williamson. Wilson. Wilson. Yeah, so mm -hmm. it's, 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 you know, it's the slave master's fault for having those W's. Uh, those at the graduation posted video footage <laughs> on Twitter, sparking outrage as people claim 
that he was discriminating and only acted excessively violent with the black students. One Twitter user wrote, every time a black student took two more than took more than two seconds, he aggressively pushed them. An alumni wrote that she is completely disgraced at the treatment of these students who earned their spot on that stage. Um, so yeah, like with a lot of these videos, I didn't watch. Um, says University of Florida President Kevin. Okay, his last name is F U C H. I'm gonna say fuck. Fook. Kent Fook. <laughs> University of Florida President Kent Fook issued an apology on Twitter early Sunday morning. Well, last Sunday. I read during one of this week's commitment ceremonies, we were inappropriately aggressive and rushing students across the stage. I personally apologize and am reaching out to the students involved. Uh, the practice has been halted for all future ceremonies, and we will work to make sure all graduating students know we are proud of their achievements and celebrate with them their graduation. Um, but uh, I just feel like, you know, <clears throat> graduations are... I feel like they are a big thing. Mm-hmm. They should be. Um, especially for us. And why are you so bothered by these extra two or three seconds? Hell, even if it's five seconds, like, and furthermore, keep your hands to your motherfucking self because now you don't put your hand on somebody, but then if they had turned around, punch your ass out. Mm-hmm then you would have felt away when they failed to realize that like, you've already like inserted yourself in someone's personal space. You've already grabbed them. Let me tell you something. I tell people all the time, even if like we cool, I tell you in a heartbeat, don't run up on me. Like, let me know you there and don't grab me up out the blue. Cause my first instinct is to punch period. Yeah. I don't I'm really like all that, all that touching shit, like, in most situations. Like, even, like, some people that you don't really know like that. And they, like, you know how some people like to laugh and they like to be all up on you mm-hmm, and laughing mm-hmm. and all that. Man, get the fuck off me, dog. Hell yeah. Man, like hell shit. yeah, so, hell yeah. And then um, I also don't, I am, I'm very big on personal space. So when you talking to me, first of all, I'm farsighted. So if you get close up in my face, I don't, I can't really see anyway, and I don't like that because I'm already getting threatened. Number so, one, number two, if you get too close to me, especially if you, you, your hands flailing all around, even if you telling me good shit, I'm gonna want to punch your ass because you got the back up, you gotta move. I just don't operate like that. Like I don't like that. Red flags start going off. Fight or flight, fight or flight, bitch. I want to fight. Just don't. Don't touch. Because had he had touched me, and that would have been a real thing, and I ain't just talking. My first instinct would to be to shove or punch his ass. I did that in school. The teacher went to go grab me up out the line. I hit him with my fucking tray. That was just my first instinct. Damn. You hit him with your teeth? I mean, tray? Yeah. We was at, I was in a math and science club and we were somewhere on a trip and I had just got my two, my teeth pulled out. And so the only fucking thing I could eat at the fucking restaurant anyway was mashed potatoes and I'm already upset. And she came and grabbed me cause she was saying something to me and I was just kind of like, like, take it easy little buddy. Like it's all right. And she came to try to grab me up and I took that tray and whacked her ass and you know. Wow. How, how many days did you get suspended? If you want to be truthful, I, I, um, I think I only even had maybe gotten one day, 
But then I think my mom went up to the school and I was just kind of like, she put her hands on me. Like she did not have any right to grab me up the way that she did. Mm. Um, and it was a lot of other technicalities going on. Like, you know, she got a teeth pulled. She don't feel well. This person has her medicine. She's probably going to be with them the most of the time. Da 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 da. Like, I was real grumpy. And she wanted me to Always not be grumpy. with that person. Don't sit with this person. You're going to sit over here. You're not going to give us fucking assigned seats at the Golden Corral. Okay? You're just not. Has to did it. Um. Anyway, I, move on with the story. I just would have punched his ass, period. Yeah. Graduation over, I'd have been in jail. I mean, I hope they get smart and um, file assault charges on him. Ooh, you know that. You know, I I gotta keep remembering that because some days I'm I'd be like, you know what? I'm gonna do what white people do. I'm gonna sue your ass. I'm pressing charges. But yeah. some days I just be who I am in my car. Be like, nah, I'm gonna punch shit out you. At least, at I least, gotta, at least, just do it just for the headache. You know what I'm saying? Cause you hell know, yeah, I agree. I gotta remember that. I gotta I gotta start remembering that. Yeah, cause he ruined that moment. You know what I'm saying? He did. He yeah. definitely did. And because if if the roles were reversed, they would have definitely pressed charges. They would have. Yeah. They would have been there. They probably would have left the graduation early to go press them charges. So, um, yeah, press charges, people. Yeah. Um, but not to be outdone, the great state of South Carolina. Oh my gosh! Um, I already know you coming with some fuck shit. They're threatening to find families that cheer loudly during their graduation ceremonies. Um, during a, an assembly. Greenville High School. Greenville High School told students their families could get fined one thousand thirty dollars if they yell during their upcoming commencement ceremony. Uh, since graduation is a dignified and solemn occasion, graduating seniors and their guests should behave appropriately. Please ask your guests not to call out, cheer, whistle, or applaud during the reading of names and presentation of diplomas. The citation for family members yelling out is one thousand thirty dollars. How did they come up with that number? Uh, however, it is unclear if the policy can be enforced. Greenville County Schools spokeswoman Beth Brotherton, guess the race, said enforcing <laughs> this type of rule is outside of their jurisdiction. It's not the district's nor Greenville High School's policy to cite parents, uh, Brotherton said. This uh, slide was created to inform students that because graduation is a publicly sanctioned event and is held at the Bond Secures Wellness Arena, it is under the jurisdiction of the Greenville Police Department. Mm. A, spokesperson, a, a spokesman for the Greenville Police Department said they do not intend to enforce the policy and would only intervene if arena officials could not solve the problem. Screaming somebody's name or congratulating them, that's not a police matter, Sergeant Jonathan Bragg said. Mm, sounds white, black. We would only get involved when it's actually a crime, a criminal matter. As far as charging someone for yelling, we have not done that. Mm, we'll see. Despite confusion over the fine, Brotherton says she wants students and families to make sure they don't ruin the cer ceremony for everyone else, for anyone else. Uh, it's safe to say that all seniors are given a set of expectations for behavior at graduation for both themselves and their guests. We want the name of every graduate to be heard. If there's cheering and disruption, it can ruin the moment for the next student in line who has also worked hard to achieve the recognition and deserves to have their moment. Um, if the school has a significant number of black students, this will be an uphill battle. <laughs> Where the fuck did this come from? Oh, that came from Blavity. Yeah, that's a black, supposed to be black site. So, yeah. I mean, just have a little pause afterward for it. Shit. 
I don't care if people cheer. Most of the time, it'd be the popular people that get the cheers anyway, so. I don't give a damn if people cheer either. I don't care. I don't think it messed up anything. You People want to celebrate. It's something to celebrate. And I mean, they've been saying, I remember having like the A honor roll assembly in freaking eighth grade. And they tell you you can't cheer. My mom has always cheered. Even when I asked her ass not to cheer, she still cheered. So mm. I just got over it. Mm. I just got over it. Graduation, I was like, don't y'all make no noise in here. Come in here, sit y'all ass down. You know, if you don't cheer, we can get through this shit quickly. We can go. West Lawrence High School had a big graduating class that year. With about Ooh, a lot of white. 400 or something of us. I want to get the fuck out of here. You know, Damn, let's go. You remember what number you were in that class? Um, I don't, I graduated with honors and you know, they, at the time, I don't know if they still do it. They seat you by your GPA. So I was last, obviously my last name is young, but I wasn't like last, last. You see what I'm saying? Like I was last for the honor section and then they got into whatever. Regular people. Yeah. (laughs) So they did honors, they did honors people first and then they did. You did because you were seated by your GPA. So double chords, single chords, and then, and then last name. Oh. And then it went on to the other, you know, then it went on to, to the, the other people. To so the, to the normies. Yeah. Cause so they, cause they did GPA and last name. And, but I still think to a certain extent, last name took precedence because there was a guy in front of me. His last name was Yarborough. So he got to be in front of me, but my GPA was higher than his. Oh, but that was just out of the smarty pants people. Yes. Oh my so they called. So they called. So you was like the last smarty pants person. Then it was like, uh, Brandon Ashby. <laughs> then they call like the next person, mm-hmm. the, the normal people. Yes. Oh, wow. and, and, I, and I, you know what? I hate it. I was gonna. I'm gonna say this. I didn't. I was against them doing the whole seating by GPA thing. I think that's a little wrong. Just stick with alphabetical order. However, I was excited because I was last all my life. So at this point in time, I wasn't the last one walking. It was a moment. It was a heap more motherfuckers behind me had to walk. So in that instance, I was proud. I can't even lie. Damn, well, well, that's good for you. I was tired of being last. I'm always last for everything. You still were Shit. last. You were last of the good, good people. Oh, look at you. No, nah, I'm just messing with you. That's, see, I, I'm sure because that was almost the nicest thing you ever said to me. That is not true. Do not lie like that. Really. Next story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> how would you like to go to Cuba? Oh, yes. I yeah. do want to go, actually. Well, Carnival Cruise Lines has announced that a ship, which will uh, soon call Charleston home, it will make a call in Cuba. I did see that because my cousins and I are planning a cruise for next year. But wasn't Charleston the port everybody went left out of one time and got sick? Uh, I have no idea. This was like this was back even when I was living in South Carolina, number one. And, but also number two, I think it's a good idea because you know y'all president did something now, or it has something in the works where you can only go to Cuba if you're in group of at least six or more. Oh, uh, I don't know, or something like that. Um, one of my friends was trying to go to Cuba and she was struggling because she did have she does have people she wants to take with her, but it wasn't six people or something like that. Oh. Uh. Well, uh, the Carnival Sunshine will offer a four-day cruise with a day-long call in Havana departing from Charleston on November 21st, 2019. 
eight five-day cruises featuring Havana with a part uh, January 6th, February 3rd, and 17th, March 2nd, 16th, 30th, and April 13th and 27th, uh, 2020. Uh, Carnival says the visit to Havana will comply with regulations of the U.S. Treasury Department that permit travel operators to transport approved travelers to Cuba to engage in permitted activities. Carnival officials say all their short excursions meet all U.S. government regulations. Uh, the 3,000-passenger ship will be the largest cruise ship ever to call Havana when the service begins. Um, so, yeah. If y'all want to mm. go to Cuba. I wonder what's the, no, other, what, what's the other places they're going to. Uh, shit, fuck that shit. I'm, go, I'm going on that cruise. I think it's going to be dope. I think it's going to be dope. Um, I was looking at some of them. I'm trying to think. As the one we ultimately decided on didn't go to Cuba. Well, in the Freeport, Nassau. Uh, nah. Uh, you like, I, like you tried to play me just now. You know, no, because that. that's the one that come that that go from uh, Charleston. I think that. No, and we're not leaving out of Charleston. We're leaving out of Miami. Oh. That's no, so we're going to we're going to Nassau, Half Moon, Grand Turk, Amber Cove. Damn, and then yeah, so Dominican Republic, Dominican Republic, excuse me, <laughs> Turks and Caicos, uh, Half Moon K is in the Bahamas, and obviously so is Nassau, and Nassau. Mm. However, anybody want to pronounce it? Because I've heard it both ways. Wow, sounds fun. Mm-hmm. You gonna hit the gym before you go on the cruise? Uh, do I need to hit the gym? Are you calling me fat? Nope, because whenever you go on the cruise, you gonna gain about five to ten pounds. I know. I was telling it. my cousins that some of them never been on a cruise, and I'm like, "Yo, you can dead eat lasagna at 4 a.m." The last time I was on a cruise, I was out of. I was eating baked ziti and fried chicken dead ass at like two and three and four a.m. So <laughs> it, it's it's tough. Yeah, but. like like when you go to dinner. Like I don't know if everybody does it, but I know like when you go to dinner, they have a menu. But mm-hmm. a lot of people didn't know that you can just order whatever, and they yep, fix you it can. for you. So like we yep. were just doing shit. Like my cousin. He was, he was like 17, 18, ordering escargot, just mm-hmm. wild shit. Like, yo, let me get some, um, let me get a steak and and, and uh and some uh uh parmesan uh noodles or whatever. You know what I'm saying? Just ordering wild shit, just eating just to eat. Like, yep. Then the midnight buffet and room service and all kind of shit. Like, it was crazy. Yeah, we was we was eating up something. So if you plan on going on a cruise, just plan on gaining some weight but yeah you definitely you definitely gonna gain some weight i mean i'm gonna i'm gonna try to you know get away with lose my gut build up a little bit more arm muscle because i never really did arm weight so i'm they they struggling for a push-up right now so when we going Um, on the cruise uh march 2019 were for six days were where are we going on a cruise, y'all? Hey, we going on a cruise, y'all. You, I, I, you don't think I don't hear you speaking that French up in there? Some of y'all, you got, you say some of your cousins going? Yeah, all my cousins in a little group chat. They, you got a female cousin? They all, all of us are females. Where? Fox in the hen house. Hey. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, just joking. <laughs> You get on my damn nerves, man. Yes, I do. Uh, I don't know how to segue into this story. Um, it probably ain't no segue. Just go in. Yeah, it's not. Uh, 
Kendra Jackson thought she had bad allergies. At least that's what doctors told her when she complained of a runny nose. Uh, Everywhere I went, I always had a box of puffs, always stuffed in my pocket. Um, It was like a waterfall continuously, and then it would run to the back of my throat. For years, Jackson had been seeing doctors and specialists looking for answers. The sneezing, coughing, and constant nose tickle began shortly after she got in a car accident in 2013. She recalls hitting her head on the dashboard, which would explain her chronic headaches, but not the cold symptoms. Doctors at Nebraska Medicine surgically fixed Kendra Jackson's potentially dangerous condition in April. Uh, Doctors at Nebraska Medicine... Wait, why, why they got that shit in there twice? Um, it, was, it wasn't until this year that Jackson learned the real reason her nose was always running. She had a cerebrospinal fluid leak. Mm. She was losing half a pint of fluid per day. God damn. That's a lot. Yeah, cerebrospinal fluid from the brain was leaking out of her nose. Uh, according to the Cleveland Clinic, a CSF leak occurs when fluid around the brain travels through the hole, through a hole through the skull bone, typically stemming from a traumatic in- injury. Symptoms can include a runny nose, liquid in the ear, headaches, and vision loss. Uh, the condition is rare, often underdiagnosed, with about five in a hundred thousand people reported every year, according to the CSF Leak Association. Wow, the CSF Leak Association. Uh, the association says CFS, CSF leaks sometimes repair themselves with proper rest, but occasionally surgery, surgery is needed. Uh, Nebraska medicine rhinologist Dr. Christy Barnes and neurosurgeon Dr. Dan Sertel operated on Jackson a few weeks ago, blah, blah, blah. So all y'all with running noses, it might not be that cocaine you y'all had. It might be cerebral, uh, what's it called? Spinal fluid leak. Get that shit checked out. Get it checked out. Yeah, that was, that was one crazy story I saw. Yeah, but that's I, a lot. Yeah. She thought she had allergies, but really her brain is leaking fluid. I want to do your brain like run out of fluid. I do it like create its own fluid or something. Like, hmm. I don't know. Right. I don't know either. Mm-hmm. Half a pint of fluid a day. Yeah. Mm. Mm. And it was from since 2013. I remember one time I had got in a wreck and my head busted the um like busted the windshield. And um my mom was scared. She was like, Go to the doctor, go to the doctor, you can die, you could die. But <laughs> I should have went to the doctor. I could have had cerebral spinal fluid leak. I never knew. Brandon, I'm just not gonna play with you. What? Do your nose run every day? Is you is you losing a pint of fluid every day? I mean, my nose do be running. I have allergies. You know what? Well, I think they're allergies, and I be sneezing and shit. Oh shit! <laughs> 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 I got cerebral spinal fluid leak, y'all. Yo, the way you make it, bro, I can't even. <laughs> you make me sick. <laughs> <sighs> You a fucking clown, son. I ain't doing this shit with you. At you. Uh-uh. <laughs> oh, that's you watch- bougie sneeze. Yeah. Oh, I'm bougie. Oh, okay. That that's what it sound like. Do you watch? A, did you watch Sex in the City back in the day? Or was you too young for that? 
I did watch Sex in the City back in the day, nigga. So you know who uh, Cynthia Nixon is? Yes. Well, she ignited outrage for saying that marijuana could be form a form of reparations in black neighborhoods. Did you hear about that? Hell no. Damn. What? Run it by me again. Well, she took heat Monday from black leaders over her comments that creating a legalized pot industry in New York could serve as a form of reparations in black communities. Nixon on Saturday told Forbes magazine, now that cannabis is exploding as an industry, we have to make sure that those communities that have been harmed and devastated by marijuana arrests get the first shot at this industry. Uh, she says, we must prioritize them in terms of licenses. It's a form of res- reparations. Um, and those comments came under fire. Um, she says, I'm for legalizing marijuana. No, hold on. This is what Al Sharpton said. Al Sharpton says, I'm for legalizing marijuana, and I like Cynthia Nixon, but putting pot shops in our communities is not reparations. Healthcare, education. That's what Al Sharpton said. <laughs> um, Manhattan Ooh, Democratic you make me so sick? Party Chairman Keith Wright, a former longtime state assemblyman from Harlem, said Nixon's comments is ill-informed, lacks understanding of the greatest crime in history and should cease and desist. Mm. Uh, reparations is a re- is a repayment for free labor that built this country. Uh, that's what Wright said. Uh, Ms. Le- Ms. Nixon should relegate her comments to legislation pro or con. I believe social equity should be a part of licenses to sell marijuana if and when legalization does occur. However, it is insulting to my soul that the free labor that my ancestors gave to this country would be equated with selling marijuana. Um, Black Lives Matter of Greater New York blasted Nixon's comments as offensive and ignorant. Um, They called on her to apologize. But yeah, I don't feel, I don't see nothing wrong she said though. I think it's just like to insinuate that all you need to do is put some weed shops in our community and yeah. that'll be reparations when y'all owe us way more than just some motherfucking weed shops. Okay? She, uh, um, she I think that's the issue with it. She didn't insinuate that's all that need to be done though. Well, she didn't listen to nothing else. So her list was concluded. Well, I mean, you make a list that needs to contain more than one thing, or think, else I'm going to assume. Think, well, she didn't make a list, though. She she was just saying, I to me, I think that they were just talking about legalizing marijuana, marijuana, period. Um, and even the headline, um, uh, I think is just to incite outrage or whatever. But I think so if they were talking about legalizing it overall, yeah, I do feel this is my thing. I feel like marijuana should be legalized in all 50 states. We talked about this last week and even probably the week before that. Mm-hmm. It should be legalized in all 50 states. And then also, I feel like they should be working on exonerating those that are in jail for marijuana. Yeah, like they're doing in California. Like, yeah, like they're doing in California. And I also believe that if you are in a state where marijuana is legal, then that should not be on the drug test. All of those things work together. Now, granted, with all of those things working together, it could help. 
our community, our people, because there's a lot of us sitting in jail for some marijuana. You know what I'm saying? There's a lot of plugs in the community that could maybe open up a motherfucking shop because, you know, and take it from the street. They just don't have to pay some taxes on the thing to the man. You know what I'm saying? Like, there are ways where it will be beneficial. This this the only thing that, because the only, only sentence they got from her is, she says, we must prioritize them in terms of licenses. It's a form of res- rep- reparations. But, like, in certain places like Colorado, California, where it's, like, real big. I want to say in, like, Washington, too, it's legal. Um, yeah. And, like, where a lot of the, where it's, like, grown and shit. Um, most of the people that benefit from it are white people. Yeah. The vast majority. Um, that, and, they, and, yeah. and they're shutting out. A lot of the people that are black that that want to get the licenses and things like that. Um, so, it is, like she it said, really I, I agree with her that she's you know what I'm saying prioritize people that have been affected the most negatively from it. Black people, so you give black people first dibs at you know what I'm saying setting up shops or whatever or dispensaries and. I agree that would be a really good point because here, um, when I realized I was moving to a state where it was legal, I guess in my mind drug dealers off the street and into the store is how I took it. Oh, and this yeah. was just on me coming up on a visit one time like, oh, this gives the plug an opportunity to get from out of the streets where he could get captured and taking this shit into a store. Um, Until I really, all, almost all of the stores here are white owned. Um, mm. And a lot of them um, aren't even, don't even have black workers in them. That's crazy. They're all, they're all, um, white people and they um they undergo i guess i don't i can't say some intense schooling because i can't remember what the guy told me that night but the information that they keep is monstrous like the amount of stuff that they have to know the certifications that they have to go through and i think that's the thing the fact that there is some type of certification and all this other shit is another thing that kind of weans our people out so i do agree give us first dibs mm-hmm. give it to us yeah but uh yeah, and then a lot of people don't want black or white don't want marijuana to be uh legalized, especially like I ain't want you know, I ain't trying to talk shit about him, but you know, he Al Sharpton, he a reverend. A lot of right. a lot of them religious people don't you know what I'm saying ain't with that shit, you know. They just ain't with it because I feel like it's just a stigma. Like for so long marijuana was bad, so in their eyes it's just bad. You mm-hmm. shouldn't have it. And it's not bad. Even like before I ever engaged at all, I just never considered it to be a drug alcohol is indeed worse facts proven i'd rather much be sitting in school with somebody that was high than sitting in school with somebody that was drunk uh oh it depends on the levels of drunk and the levels of high bruh a person that's super high is almost as ag- is almost as aggravating as a person that's super drunk to me because a person I mean, that's super high it- if you ain't got them no snacks or you ain't gonna let them go to sleep, you damn right they're gonna be aggravated. But if you're trying to do something, they're not gonna do it. They're gonna uh, be all slow. It's depending on what kind of how they got. But then a person that's like super drunk, you can't get them to do shit because they falling all I'm over the place. I'm gonna say they can't do shit. My nigga, like shit. Throwing up or whatever. So. Hell yeah. The weed person might be stuck and. The Look, drunk person I'm the type of person, up. I just want to work by myself anyway. So I guess that's why I use that scenario because it don't affect me. The worst thing a teacher could tell me is I want y'all to get in a group of working pairs because I want to work by my motherfucking self. And that's where I was coming from with that analogy. Yeah, I hope I hope uh, 
I don't know. That shit ain't gonna happen though. They ain't gonna never give us that. They ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. And they're not gonna give us the opportunity to get a head start on that shit. They're not gonna yeah. get they're not gonna create an opportunity that is going to benefit us. Mm-hmm. That goes against everything they believe in. That ain't happening. Yep. Did you have uh moving on? <laughs> <laughs> Did you have anything for um uh uh, what year is this? What fucking year is this? So all of them, all of them, uh, real shitty white folk stories that we did at the beginning. Yeah. Um, the one, um, with the little baby falling asleep in the common area was gonna be what the fuck were you thinking? Oh, that was gonna yeah. be what the fuck were you thinking? Yeah. Mm. Mm-hmm. I have one for what the fuck that were you were you thinking? Um, oh, well, talk to me. Now, when you listen to it at first, it's gonna sound like. The authorities were in the wrong, but I got to give my what the fuck were you thinking to the lady in this story. Um, and it's a very admirable story, admirable thing she was trying to do. Um, mm-hmm. Her name is uh, Antonia Nawari. Uh, she spent years saving up thousands of dollars to open a medical clinic in Nigeria where she was born. So finally, mm-hmm. last October, she walked down a jet bridge at Houston George Bush's Intercontinental airport to board the plane to get there uh the 50 year 59 year old registered nurse had more than thirty-seven thousand dollars in her carry-on carry-on bag and four thousand dollars in her purse uh it was all cash stored in separate envelopes some of it earmarked to help ill or aging family members in her checked luggage she packed medical supplies and over-the-counter medication which she planned to use to provide free basic care and checkups to anyone who needed it but she wouldn't make it there. Just as she was about to board the flight to Nigeria, agents with U.S. Customs and Border Protection stopped her. Uh, how many people are you carrying money for? An agent asked her. Uh, she recalled in an interview with the Washington Post, uh, how many people are you traveling with? Uh, before Nwari uh, could even open her mouth, she said, the agent asked her another question. How long have you been in the United States? Uh, she said the question threw her off, off guard. She explained she had legally earned the money and she, she was alone. Uh, she lives in uh, Katy, Texas, and she became a citizen in uh, 1994. Um, she showed them her passport. Uh, she thought that maybe they were uh, questioning her legal status, but then they took her into a room and searched her luggage anyway. Uh, they then took the $41,000. Um, she said she felt like she was a criminal. She felt humiliated, petrified. Um, she said they were talking amongst themselves, uh, saying how this is how people smuggle money out of the country. Um, and more than six months later, uh, she still hasn't gotten back her money. Um, the fi- despite the fact that the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Southern District of Texas did not bring a civil asset forfeiture case against her or charge her with any crime, the infraction she committed was failing to declare the money to U.S. Customs before traveling. Uh, according to the agency's website, there's no limit on the amount of money that can be taken out of the country. But if a traveler is carrying more than $10,000 in currency, they must fill out a declaration, a rule she said she did not know existed. Uh, the agency told her in April it would give back her money under one condition, that she give up her right to sue the federal government. It's called the hold harmless argument, uh, no, hold harmless agreement. The g- condition, her attorney says, violates uh her base her basic first amendment rights to petition the government for grievances uh she didn't sign it deciding to sue instead uh she said 
blah, blah, blah. This is unconstitutional. They're requiring her to trade her right to the property in exchange for giving up the, these other rights. Uh, blah, 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 yada, yada, yada. Um, so, yeah, that was mine. This lady, she took all that money to the airport to take to another um, country, and the government took it. Uh, I feel like going into the airport with that amount of money, it's almost kind of like... Here. Take yeah. It. Yeah. That's my yes. work. I mean, I feel sorry for you. She saved all that money. She want to help, you know, get medical shit to Nigeria. But what the fuck were you thinking? You got to know, like, you can't carry that much cash. Like, I'm sorry for you, Miss, uh, what's her name? Antonia. Uh, Wari. Um, I, I am a little sorry. I'm sorry, too. But I just feel like at the end of the day, I think anybody that is anybody for real, no, you can't get on no, you ain't getting on no plane with carrying that amount of money. I'm, and people that do get on planes carrying that amount of money, they most of the time have private. Yeah. You think people getting on planes with $41,000 cash? That's what you think? Yeah, like rappers and shit. Yeah. And they ain't flying private. They just, you know, doing, getting shows. Or it might be show money or whatever. Yeah, but then most of the time, too, I guess those people are, are probably even still known. So they ain't, yeah. they ain't getting harassed like that. I mean, no, not no average Joe-ass person is... I don't know. I just I just don't think it was a good move. If I had that type of money and I was trying to get on the plane, I wouldn't be taking it that way. Like, that is just not a thing. I would have had to figure out something else. Yeah, like cashier's check or something. Shit. Something. Something. It's something. Then she going to the scamming capital of the world? The scammy capital of the world. And I ain't saying just because well, they're the, the scam capital, they don't need help. I'm just saying. Yeah, like you taking all that bread over there. Right, it's a little, you know. I, you, I, no, cash is check, little baby. And you flying out of get a bank account, put it in, and get it, and put it on, use your debit card. Use get a credit card or something. I don't know. Yeah, something. Uh, just not that cash. Traveler's checks or something. <laughs> just not that cash, little baby. Anything except that cash. Yeah, so that was my. Uh, what the fuck were you thinking? I do. I really am wondering what the fuck she was thinking. And I have two stories for what fucking year is this? Um, oh, I'm listening. The first one, it was these three black teens. They're finalists in a, in a NASA competition. I meant to get to this last week, but I didn't. But uh, you know, they're 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 um, I guess the uh celebration is being ruined by hackers who are uh, spewing racism. They're trying to ruin their odds. Um, the three DC students couldn't believe the news. They've developed a they developed a um. Method to, method to purify purify lead contaminated water in school drinking fountains, and NASA announced last month that they were finalists in the agency's prestigious high school competition. The only all black female team to make it that far. Mm-hmm. Um, says the uh, next stage of the science competition included public voting, and the Banneker High School students. And I saw um, somebody posted like a thing like vote for these girls on like. Just click on this link to vote for these girls or whatever. Um, says in the Banneker High School students, uh, Michaela Sharif, India Skinner, and Bria Snell, all 17-year-old high school juniors, turned to social media to promote their project. But while the teens were gaining traction on social media and racking up votes, users on 4chan, an anonymous internet forum where users are known to push hoaxes and spew racist and homophobic comments, uh, they were trying to 
ensure the students would wouldn't win. Uh, the anonymous posters used racial epithets, argued that the students' project did not deserve to be a finalist, and said that the black community was voting for the teens only because of their race. And um, they urged people to vote against the Banneker Trio. And one user offered to put the topic on an internet thread about President Trump to garner more attention. They recommended the computer programs that would hack the voting system to a team of teenage boys, or to give a team of teenage boys a boost. Uh, NASA said in a statement that voting was compromised, prompting it to shut down public voting earlier that, than expected. Uh, the Federal Space Agency said it encourages the use of social media to build support for projects, but wrote in a statement Tuesday that public voting was ended because people attempted to change the vote totals. Uh, unfortunately, it was brought to NASA's attention yesterday that some members of the public used social media not to encourage students, but to attack a particular student team based on their race and encourage others to disrupt the contest and manipulate the vote. And the attempt to manipulate the vote occurred shortly after those posts. Um, says NASA continues to support outreach and education for all Americans and encourages all of our children to reach for the stars. Um, the federal agency named eight finalists, including the Banneker Group, and said it will announce the winners this month. In addition to public voting, judges assess the projects to determine the winners who are invited to NASA's Goddard Space Flight Center in Greenbelt, Maryland, for two days of workshops with the winning team to receive $4,000 stipend out of cover expenses. Um, let's see. It's a lot of shit to read, but um, I know I heard somewhere that somebody gave the girls four thousand. Like the girls got four thousand dollars already from somewhere, and they're still in like the running to like, um, uh, you know, do their project or whatever. Like the win from NASA. So, um, yeah, it was shout out to them, but like, like why can't these you know black women be great, young black girls or whatever? You know, let them right. be great. You know what I'm saying? I meant to bring this to, um this story up last week too, but yeah. we was talking about other shit. But yeah, yeah, um I do think this is a good story for this segment. Yeah. And, and you know. And now that um that's all you got on that one? Who me? Yeah. Yeah, you pretty much expressed my same sentiments. I mean Oh well, hey. You, well, chemistry. Ah, and because I'm woe out, like I'm real woe out behind just whiteness. Yes, I'm real woe out behind, it, especially in this episode because it's just been a lot. You know what I'm yeah. saying that we had to cover so far, and it I'm just real woe out behind it. Well, the party doesn't stop there <laughs> <laughs> because a black hockey player needs a police escort because of racism at NHL games. In the NHL, that's the National Hockey League, y'all. For all you. Mm-hmm. Niggas and nigglets who don't know nothing about hockey. Uh, one of the few black players in the uh, NHL has been dealing with so much racism that he needs a police escort, according to reports. Uh, Detroit Red, Wing, Red Wings prospect Giovanni Smith, that's a black name, has been dealing with racial taunts from the beginning of this season, uh, the Water, Waterloo Region record reported last week. With approximately 30 black people among the nearly 700 players Diversity is a is probably the last thing the NHL, let alone ice hockey, is known for. Uh, he says it's heartbreaking to be honest. He shouldn't have to endure that. Um, that's what the 
general manager of the team said, uh, he said, Smith did a good job for turning the other way. I think the unfortunate part is that he's probably used to it by now. He's probably heard things before, which is uh, which is brutal. Says Smith 20 was suspended from an uh, Ontario Hockey League playoff game last week for giving the middle finger to the opposing bench. But before and after that incident, he was subjected to racial slurs and threats. Um, says giving the middle finger sparked a series of racially charged comments on social media. One troglodyte reportedly sent a photo of photo to Smith's personal Facebook account with the caption reading "Hockey nigger," and another sent a death threat. Mm. I, I think they didn't mean to put all of that in um, quotation. I think he just the caption was "Hockey nigger," and then somebody else sent a death threat. He says as a result, Smith required a police escort from the airport. Uh, he watched Monday's game seven from the press box with the security guard outside of his door. All because of racist hockey fans. Um, it says, uh, sadly, this is nothing new. Devontae Smith Pelly, Jesus Christ, the names just keep getting blacker and blacker, of the Washington, <laughs> <laughs> of the Washington Capitals dealt with racial taunts earlier this year, and Wayne Simmons of the Philadelphia Flyers has been open about racism on the ice. Um, says, hope, yeah, blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah. Okay. So, blah blah blah. Yeah. So yeah, man. Dog, I wonder what they got to do to get more black people to play hockey. I don't know, but I know when I went to the one hockey game that I've been to, there were no. I was the only black person. Period. Me and the person I was with at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, was it fun though? I heard hockey games fun. Like they are fun, but when I tell you, um, I felt like I sat real close and I would forget that there was the guard thing there, and I would think oh, that slide into the glass at me. What do they call that? The uh, they don't call it the glass or the um. I don't know what they call damn, it, I but I would forget that thing was there, and I would be thinking that shit gonna come and that shit straight for me. Or whenever like they are fighting and they like 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 slam up against it, yeah, it was. But and, and it, like I said, it was my first time. Um, but all of that definitely took some getting used to. Because even when I go to like basketball games and I sit like. Some like real low. Money. Sometimes I just be like, "Oh, the basketball like gonna come over here, whatever." Money. And one time it did Money. at the NBA yeah, game, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, maybe I'm gonna be on TV." So like you, you sat you sat close enough at an NBA game for the players to fall on you. Yeah, but nobody fell. But, like my feet were on the floor. Mm, you know what that means? Atlanta Dream. What that mean? You got that bread. Bruh, Atlanta Dream tickets don't even be that much. Oh, Atlanta son. Dream. Oh, oh, oh. I thought you, okay, I did hit. Okay, you did say that. But that was, um, yeah, it was the Atlanta Dream. And I mean, and it's just like going to, well, I ain't been to a Bobcat game since they was the Bobcats. I can't remember what their name is right now. But Hornets. even so, I used to go to the games there, and they still didn't used to be like that much. But I really used to be going for the team that they were playing more before going for just that team. So, so who you went to go see um, when you saw the Atlanta Dream, like Cheryl Swoops or somebody? Um, Cheryl Swoops was there, Swing Cash. Um, Damn, this was a long time ago. That was like OG yeah, NBA yeah. players. Yeah, that was. It, like, Lisa even When I've seen them, it was definitely like eight or nine. Rebecca Lobos. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> they couldn't I've dunk. seen um, what's her name? Ooh. Damn. I can't remember her name, but I used to go to Dream, the go to Atlanta Dream Team games all the time, and I used Shemekwa to go based Holesclaw? on who they were playing. Shamika Holesclaw? 
Nice. Yes. And what? I'm trying to think of the other girl name. I can't think of her name at all. She went to UConn, ain't it? She did the Olympics too. Damn it. I can't remember her name. Don Staley? Well, Don, she's the UPS at the UPS. USC. She's the coach at USC right now. Yeah. Not her, but um White or black? Black. Um Fuck, I can't remember her name. Now watch me text you this shit later today out the blue. We all off the air and shit. Yeah. Cause it's gonna bother me until I tell Was you. Was it packed when you went to that game? I heard them games don't be packed. I heard they be boring. Um, so the games actually aren't boring, but they don't be packed, unfortunately. It's no, just but it's just like going to women's college basketball games. I love basketball, both men and women, but I always make sure I support women's basketball for college and WNBA just because they dead ass don't get the support. Do you uh play? I will play just because I overall love sports. Like I play football. I just I'm not great at it. Oh, mm. I mean I got a re- I, free throws. I'm on it. Don't fucking foul me because I'm getting the free throws. Okay. And I got a little good little three pointer. But other outside of that, my dribbling coordination ain't all that. So you gonna always throw the ball. I'm always traveling and walking and carrying and all the bad shit. Do you grunt when you shoot a three? Like uh. no. Why well, um, I need to do that? I don't know. <laughs> You, you no, say you, you say you need to work on your arms. I didn't know how strong your shot was. Anyway, no, no, <laughs> no, I I can handle that. Yeah, so that was mine for uh, my uh se- sections for um, what fucking year is this? Uh, uh, well, you know, I don't have any for that right now, but yeah, let me use my other one because I was going to use both of those actually: the cookout, the one in the park, and the student. Uh, I, I thought I was doing something, but we opened the show with them some bitches. So I was like, okay, well, you know. Did you watch that video I sent you earlier? Oh, I started playing it, but I was still in the bed and Brittany was asleep. So, uh, yeah, I, think well, I turned it off. You know, one of the biggest topics this week is um the Childish Gambino. I told somebody asked me was that well, we were going to talk about this, and I was like, eh, I don't know, I doubt it. But today there was a video. Well, what I of the Childish Gambino? This is America video. Because everybody been talking about that. But then this morning, I saw on uh, Facebook that some woman did a video about This Is America, but it was about women. But it was a white woman that did it. I was like, what the fuck is this? And I, I only could watch like a little bit of it because I um I was uh, very, very um upset. Cause the video ain't been out like the video ain't even been out a week yet, and white people stealing the shit. As they do with every single, they are the biggest thieves of life. Oh, yeah, and she was in the comments like people was going out in the comments like you know a couple of white people was like oh my god this is great. One dude was like this is even better than the original. But then like other they people, love they love to fake boost each other up. Yeah, but then other people was like um, you know people smarter than me that could articulate their thoughts better. <laughs> Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> but one chick was like you know what i'm saying this is what y'all always do like this is cultural appropriation like you're mm-hmm. using black women as props um mm-hmm. leaving us out and all this and that you know what i'm saying so uh what's what's the chick's name uh let me see her name her name is nicole arbor and it's called this is america woman's edit it looks oh god she look like tommy lauren and you, we, anybody that know me know I got a fade waiting for that bitch. Who, Tommy? Yes. You gonna shoot? You gonna shoot the fire with her? 
I'm ready for her. Damn. She got to put on my. She got to put on my fucking dukes up, little baby. And if she don't know, she better learn. Cause bitch, I know. Yeah, Tommy too young though. She ain't want that. She ain't want to smoke. <laughs> I was gonna say some ratchet shit that I heard one day. Say it. No, because he was like, she don't want no smoke. <laughs> and <laughs> I was going to say it because I did say it one day out the blue. And me and Brittany was looking around like, where the fuck that came from? I was watching some video and they were saying like, bitch, you want smoke? I got all the gas or something like that. And they were talking about fighting. Oh, God. <laughs> and, we, and it's just so ratchet. And I don't talk like that. We was in traffic one day. And this lady was like, when I say being a big asshole, like she just stopped the whole car in the road because the car behind me was blowing so it made me blow at her and then like she switched lanes and like she just was driving real slow she was doing it on purpose like we wasn't even going 20 whenever she did start back moving and we couldn't move because the other lane was packed and we got up on her and I was like beeping the horn all out the window like bitch I will fuck you up like you won't smoke I got all the motherfucking gas like I went off Ooh. and then we drove off and the lady Brittany looked at me and was like bitch if you want smoke I got all the gas like where the fuck that come from like you don't talk like that. And I was like, mean, bitch, I don't. I don't even know. <laughs> like, what what level of ratchetry is that? Okay, because I just hit a new level. Yeah. For real. I had one a couple weeks ago. Like, you know how, like, if you turn a left and it'll be, like, two lanes that can turn left at the same time? Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. dude's coming in my lane. I'm colonizer. Trying to take over my lane, too. Mm-hmm. And so I blew the horn. You know, a little beat. You know what I'm saying? And he blew the horn back, stuck his middle finger up, started talking shit or whatever. So I got beside him. And I just mouth the words, I will kill you. <laughs> he, slammed, he slammed on brakes, yo. That shit was so fucking funny. Brandon, uh, you what? out of control. I just Give I mouthed it like story. real like real slow. I was like, I <laughs> will kill you. Brandon, Brandon, you out of control, like dead ass. I be telling the story, and I feel like that story be making me look crazy. But some days your ass be topping me. That shit take the cake. Oh yeah, I got, I got. Uh, it's funny when I when I, when I see a woman get like have road rage. That shit is funny to me. But like, um, I know I have bad road rage, so I sympathize with you. Yeah, yeah. I, and, and it's, it's not many things nowadays like that will get me like out of character or even get me like thirty eight hot. But traffic get me thirty eight hot in point two seconds. I be ready, like dead, like throw a cup out my fucking window at your car ass because I want to fight. Yeah. Let's fight because yeah, you don't know how to fucking drive. I'm like that too because I, I like you know what I'm saying I'm the kind of driver that'll let people in if you signal right mm-hmm. and all kind of shit like that. Mm-hmm. So. Don't try to do no crazy shit. There was one time me, right. was, me and two of my homeboys, we was driving. We were um, going to a basketball game. So it was a parallel park thing. You know, you parallel park, you drive up, throw your signal right. on, you back in there. So I did all that, throw my signal on, I'm backing in. And there was somebody in a car. And they came, like, you know, you parallel, if, if it's a parallel park, park, you can't drive in there. Like front ways, you got to back in there right to be in there straight. You got to back in there to be in there straight or whatever. So he tried to drive in there straight to try to make 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 me leave or whatever. So I blew the horn. He blew the horn. As soon as he blew the horn, I got. I jumped out the car, and he just backed up. It was like, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And I got back in my car. My homeboys was like, uh, nigga, you all right? <laughs> Let me tell you, I done been at the red light before, and a motherfucker, we were driving, and I. I don't know what it's called if it's like the swat and I don't know I don't know what it's called like whenever they um 
So I, I signaled and I got over because mm-hmm. they were going fast at first and they were driving faster than me. So I was like, I'm going to get over behind them and then try to get back over. Well, you know how a car try to play where they speed up. So then it, now you can't like get back over like you want to. But then when you turn your signal off and you're chilling, then they kind of fall back to their regular speed. But every time you signal, they be acting crazy. So yeah. then I just waited and I got behind her. And when she realized I got behind her, she's like hit the brake real quick. And I was real close off from hitting her ass. So by that time, I was 30, bit like past 38 hot. Yeah. We got in that stoplight. And I told you, I threw that shit in park so fast. And was that how at her door knocking on her motherfucking glass? Like, little bit. Do you want open the door? Do you want to fight? Was she like, white? Because I will fight you. She was white. What happened? What she did? She wouldn't open the door. She, she would not open the door. She, was just looking she, at me. It was like, I will call the police on you. I will call the police on you. And then the light turned green and she took the fuck off. Mm hmm. Yeah, I be I, I look out for that. I know what you're talking about. They call it a swap and swoop. Yeah, that's what I thought yeah. it was. But, like, but this how they um, do it though. You're not this, gonna fucking get me, bitch. This how they do it though. They'll have somebody come in front, of, like come right in front of you. Most of the time, it'll be two cars. So somebody come right in front of you, and then somebody else will be right beside you. So when they slam on brakes, you can't swerve out the way. So either way, you'll hit one of their cars. So I always, mm-hmm. like you said, I always be looking for that. But I look for that sh- shit too when somebody like speed up and s- and swerve in front of you real fast. I hate that shit. I go ahead and back yeah, all I the way up. Yeah, I hate that shit too. I hate that shit. I I hate that motherfucking shit. And that park stealing thing don't really get on my nerves as bad as it do for other people. You know what I'm saying? Like people be real mad about the park stealing. That don't really bother me so much as the other fuckery that's going on on the for real road. That I be written like, let's just shoot the fade right now. Cause you need this. You need this fade. That park stealing got an 80 year old man. I asked whoop last week. Did you see that? <laughs> no, no, yeah, it was, um, it was something. Where were they? They were at, uh, I want to say it was a college and it was a, it was a black lady and an 80 year old white man. And they say it was an argument about a parking space. Um, or was it like a, a performing arts center or something like that? It was some kind of college, some kind of you know educational yeah. place. And but the video just started out with the man just calling her a nigga, calling her a nigga, and she was like, "Say it again, say it again." And he was like, "Nigga," she said, and she tried. He tried to kick her and shit, and she was just like slapping him. She was holding back on the old man because she could have lit him up. But yeah, that, that parking space shit that will um, start some shit up. It will. Yesterday, um, we went out with some of our friends and um, uh, we seen a park that was real close and we let um, her husband out so he can go secure his shoes or whatever. And she was like, Courtney, ooh, go stand in that park right there so I can get it. And I got out of the car and I was ready. And then when I got in the park, I realized there were other cars and shit coming too. And there was white people like in the car. So I was like, I wonder if this, any of these twerkers are going to try me today because I will punch their ass. Because, you know, sometimes if you hold in a park for somebody, somebody will still try and challenge you and still like try and put their car in the park or, you know, act like you can't do that, which whether you can do it or not ain't up for debate. I did it and I will continue to do it if I need to do it. And surprisingly, nobody bothered me. And the lady that was coming, she was real nice. She moved out the way and let you know, my homegirl back her car into the park and everything was fine. And I was like, see, I'm glad they chose today to not fuck with me because I would have definitely like wreak havoc. But I guess that's why the park shit don't bother me. I've always pretty much gotten the park. And if I didn't, I'd just be like, well, fuck it. There's a video of that too that happened at, at a, um, it was like in a parking garage and like you could see the I lady. See that. You saw the one, it was like an Asian lady and she ran to get in the park. Mm-hmm. They were driving an Audi truck, <laughs> um, and and the lady was like, "Yeah, I would have ran that bitch over." 
Okay, you would have ran that bitch over. Yeah, I was looking. I was like, I wonder if somebody gonna test me because I'm gonna stand in this part. But then, even though the lady was being nice and was just kind of like, let me go by, and I'm gonna just go like, you can get in the part. Just let me go by so I can find another part. I ain't trust her. So even when um my homegirl was like, she gonna go ahead and go by. Um, but go ahead and move so I can back into it. I still stood stood dead in the middle of the park as she was gri- driving by because she had a little small little car. And mm. I was like, just to make sure you ain't trying to try no slick shit and throw your ass in this park. Because mm. I don't trust motherfuckers. But I'd have ran your ass over. I'm sure. I'm sure, Brandon. I'm yeah. sure. Yeah, you ain't no car. Get the fuck out the way. <laughs> um, what are you watching on television right now? You don't watch TV like that, though. I really don't. I I was just telling Amy the other week on Facebook. I just started Blackish from season one, like oh my god, last week sometime. And I I ain't even I ain't even on episode six yet. Oh god, the, the latest episodes are very heartbreaking. I know. So and that's what prompted me. I seen a couple um, I guess like trailers. I follow the daughter, the oldest daughter. Oh yeah, uh, Yara. Yara. Yara, yeah, I follow her on Instagram, and so, um, so some of the clips she be posting, and um, I was just kind of like, I need to really watch it, mm-hmm. and so I've started, but I do know that I do know some things to come. They're gonna have a conversation about maybe they shouldn't be together or something like that, and I don't know that I think that's maybe one of the heartbreaks people been posting about. I don't really know, but I I just started. We could probably discuss it in a couple months. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you you so many seasons behind. Um, I, how many seasons is? I didn't even check on who, how many third seasons. Third or fourth season? I think it might be the fourth season that we're yeah. on. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a good source of uh, TV talk. What about Dear White People on Netflix? So I, season two is back out, but I have not watched it yet. But I that honestly will probably get watched in its entirety before I even make any headway with Blackish. Oh, okay, good because I just finished that today. You did? You finished it already? It just came out on the fourth. So what? Some people finish you see, it. The, you see, it's only thirty uh, minute episodes. You seen Amy Petty ass uh, wrote on my Facebook on uh, on May fourth talk about Happy Star Wars Day, Courtney. Oh, Knowing yeah, damn well yeah, we had just that. talked about how you know, I don't. You know, fuck with Star Wars. Made it fourth at all. Made it fourth. Be with you. Fuck that. Um, the only thing that fourth bought me was my woman back from Korea. Hey, I bet she gave you all her lightsaber. Hey <laughs> hey, you sounded like Chewbacca, ain't it? Well, you know, definitely, uh, definitely got down. You know that. Well, you know, you wouldn't know because I don't think guys do it, so I can't talk to you. Amy should have been on the show today. Go I ahead, didn't question that. Ask, ask. Let me see. No, go ahead, go you ahead. Because I'm sure. Because in your case, it would be anybody ever sucked the soul out you to the point of tears, and I know you're gonna say no because niggas don't be doing that. At least not to my knowledge. And then if y'all do, y'all ain't gonna admit it. Nah, I ain't never had none that good. Though. See, I'm sure. That's why I said Amy should have been you're on the right. show today. You're right. Now, have I ever done that? I'm sure, Brand. I'm sure you're going to say yeah. No. I told you I have no. a small penis and my head is mediocre at best. Brandon, you live a sad life. <laughs> if, that, if, if this is true, uh, then you live a sad life. Uh, mm. Brandon. Yes. Come on now. What? N- no kids. What? No what? No tears. The woman ain't had no tears ever. No, I don't. No, I, yeah. We just have regular uh, Christian. Don't you say no regular missionary sex. Christian intercourse, the way that the Bible <laughs> tells us to. Me on top, in between her legs. Ooh, 
I don't know why you wait. And we're finished. You know we re- you know we record on Sundays, and then you be ready to throw around this Bible, and you know we're finished. You know who your co-host is, and we're finished when I am complete. Once I re- com- reach completion, I am done. We're done. It's none of that extra stuff. I hate. Okay, you heard that? I hate your life, son. You out of control. Hey, 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 hey. Sex is for procreation, not personal gratification, ma'am. I know you fucking lying. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, what else? Didn't you say you go? You saw Infinity War? Oh, you gonna be mad? I definitely have not. I thought you, you lying, motherfucker. I said I was gonna go that Sunday, but then by the time we get done recording, it already be time to pay the high price. The high pay. Uh, the high price ticket price. I like oh, that name. Oh. But then it and then and it's dead been sold out. Like, like set, the Saturday show's been sold out. Oh, yeah. And still, and so I'll be trying to go on Sundays, but then if we record past, like, 1130, I'm pretty much shit out of luck. Because starting at 12, they do, like, the oh, regular price. I'm sorry. You got to let me know. I'll and you know I'm cheap. Um, I went to see, uh, what's that Gabrielle Union movie? We're going to see that Tuesday. Because do you have AT&T? No. Oh, I was gonna say because AT and T has this thing where on Tuesdays you can buy movie tickets, buy one get one free. Oh no! But um, and Black Panther is still in the movies. It is. It ain't here. I mean, He's it crazy. is here, but because they they still had the um, post outside, and and well, I mean, I bought the uh, I bought it on Apple TV or whatever on Monday. Oh. Yeah, but it's still in the movies. That's crazy. Still getting money. Still getting money. Yeah, uh, uh, but that's my oh. TV talk. Do you? Oh, you watching basketball? You um into the playoffs and shit? So you know, I only catch it if I go sit in a restaurant or if I like stream it from my phone or whatever. I am, but uh, shit, this ain't cable? really going how I just wanted to go right now. I Y'all mean, yeah, we do, but you know, we don't pay for cable, so that's why I said we have to stream it. Uh, so how you? How 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 can you stream it if you like if I pull I have um if I pull it up on my phone I could just click one button and then my phone will be on the TV or we have a smart box. Oh, you so stream it from can, your phone can, to your TV. Yeah, or we and we have a smart box so we can still catch some of it like live or whatever and just put it on that way. Oh, oh, mm-hmm. that's sad. Donald Trump yeah, didn't become cable. president for you to not have cable. I, just, I ain't had cable in really a very long time. Donald J. Trump did not become president for you to watch TV off a of smart box, beloved. I don't watch enough of it to subscribe to cable. Mm. You know what though? I would, I would, I would get cable yeah. if I could pick the channels that I want. You can, you can do that. I just want to pick. I want to tell them what channels I want, and then they tell me a price. You you probably should try like Sling TV or PlayStation uh, View or because I only Hulu want TV. like the, the, both the cooking channels. I want HGTV. I want um, the ID channel. You know what though? Ca- your cable provider does, cable cable does stuff like that now. Like they have like a certain package or whatever. So like you only get certain channels. Like the you know basically the channels that you feel like you watch. Mm-hmm. But That's most it, of the time. Most of the time, like it'll be like one channel that you really need that you really watch in the other tier. So you'll have to like get that next tier up and shit. Like that shit be 
pissing me off. Yeah. I'm gonna see because so far that's only four channels I want. Both the cooking channels, HGTV, the ID channel. Uh, the only thing I, I I'll do on like ABC and Fox because you know the games be on them channels and sometimes. Yeah, that mostly come with it. Mostly come with like the cheapest that's, package. That's, that's all. That's all that I would watch. All that extra shit could just go by the wayside. I'm I'm cool on that. Yeah, look at look at um. Slim, I want ESPN though. I definitely Slim want ESPN. TV. Slain TV, you can do that. Um, like, well, I'm going to check them out. Shit. I've been seeing a lot of advertisements. And um, on our TV at the bottom, you know, when you're like going through the apps and stuff, Sling TV is up there, but we don't have it. Yeah. You know what? I forgot. My mama gave me her login. I need to see because they got uh, Spectrum. I might be able to log in and oh, you see can. if I can get some stuff. If she has like HBO or something, you can watch like certain sh- Like with Spectrum, if you're not at your house... You can like use that app to watch live TV, but it's only certain channels. So like, if she got like yeah, so premium- she gave me the login for me to try it, and she's been asking me like, hey, has it worked? Has it worked? Like, let me know. Do I need to call them? And they got HBO, Cinemax, Stars. They got all that shit. So I need to, I need to look into that. Oh, your mama has all those channels. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, then you'll be able to watch them channels live, and you can watch like that on demand while you're not on her internet. You know what I'm saying? So like, right. that's what I do. Like, if I'm if I'm at home and I'm in the kitchen or something cooking, and I want to mm-hmm. watch TV while I'm cooking and have TV playing while I'm cooking, I'll just put put it on my tablet and watch it live. But if I'm like out somewhere, like if I'm at, at a game or something, and I want to stream the TV, it'll only let me stream like certain channels. Um, okay. But like the premium channels is some some of the channels that let you stream though. But yeah, that's cool. Oh, and and you can um. Like you can use your mom's um, Spectrum password to mm-hmm. download the ESPN app, and with ESPN app, you can stream live TV. Right, 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 right. Yeah. So. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah, you know, I'm just out here living cableless, and honestly, I didn't feel like I was that out of touch. But you know, you and Amy make me feel real out of touch. But you can you. But you say you got her login, so like shows like I Atlanta, do. you can watch her show them shows on. Demand on you know what I'm saying so you you might yeah. not need cable you know what I'm saying you just use your mama shit and stream it to your TV if you can um from your phone or tablet or something so yeah well thank you for this quick lesson in TV I'm gonna try to get here I'm gonna try to get and here. saving money yeah because you know my cheap ass is real for that yep and speaking of TV for y'all that watch TV Atlanta was over this week um. It was the last episode of Atlanta. It was a good season, but I don't know. I'm going to have to watch the last episode again because I wasn't really paying attention because it was late. It was after I got back from the movies, about 1 in the morning watching that show. Well, dang. Yeah, the movie, I'll be going to the movies late because I'll be liking a lot of people there. I, I get weird around like a lot of people. Okay. Yeah. You ain't the only person with quirks mm. oh. <laughs> yeah and I, in all honesty i think you're a lot more quirky than me but okay oh mm. Ooh. it's a guy so dark in here <laughs> it's just just came over me like some shade oh, wow. <laughs> i ain't fooling up with you yeah oh this is what something i did admit, forget to mention too before we get out of here um let me see Pull this up real quick, cause last week we was talking about your uh, erotica shit, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. So somebody, one of our lawyer listeners, sent um sent me this link. Um, and it's a uh, the Good Sex and Fiction Award is celebrating authors who take erotica seriously. So mm-hmm. there is an award for people that write sex and fiction. Mm-hmm. So I saw that and I was like, look at the listeners. They live like they fuck yeah. with the kids. So shout out to our listeners for sending that shit in. So shout out to y'all. Y'all the real MVPs. So did you, did that make you want to write your, uh, that definitely did. Yeah, definitely did. I started a new one. I'm just trying to figure out where I'm going with it. Cause sometimes I feel like my, my thoughts just be so raunchy. They, that they do that. They are. <laughs> um, <laughs> Shut up. I if you feel like, if you're writing it and you feel like your mom will be ashamed to read it, then you're on the right track. My, I, so, I mean, I know that would be the case for most people, but if my mom, if I, if when I'm writing it, if I feel like my mom would be like, oh my God, then I know I'm on the right track. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, good. And my dad, my dad just be like, girl, you old nasty nigga. That's all you say. Mm. So I know I'm on the right track. So what's your, uh, um, uh, my unpopular opinion. Unpopular for today. opinion for the week. Yeah. Drum roll, please. I don't like cold condiments. Do not put my ketchup, my mustard, my syrup. Don't put none of that shit in the refrigerator, please and thank you. Mmm. I don't know. It's just a habit for me. I just put everything. Mm-hmm. Hot sauce. You're not. Hell no. You're not that putting that cold shit on my hot food. Damn. If you come to my house, everything and then mustard, ketchup. All that so shit. So when there. I whenever I only get that thing, next month, I just I just can't do nothing at your house. Only thing I don't I just come in there and record and I'm gonna leave. I can't even have a French fry at your house because your ketchup cold as shit. So I mean my we're gonna make my fries cold. I might have some packs in there. Um <laughs> only thing only thing I don't put in the in the and I've seen people do this and I really don't understand why, because it'll mess up the consistency of it. But people put syrup in the refrigerator. People do put syrup in the refrigerator, and I hate that. Yeah, no. Nah, they I make it, it too, too syrup thick. Syrup go in your pantry. I put ketchup in the pantry. And people, I posted this on Facebook a while back, years ago. And people was there arguing with me, like, it's say refrigerate after opening. Okay. Yeah. That's what it say. But have you tried it? Because clearly, I've been doing this for years, at least five, if not more. And ain't nothing wrong with me. And I ain't got no poisoning. And my shit don't go in the refrigerator. What about mayonnaise? You, do you eat mayonnaise? No, I do. And it go, it, that does go okay, in there. But I'm it. also a person when I make sandwiches or when I used to make sandwiches when I was eating lamb meat, I did not like heat, heat my sandwiches up. My turkey sandwich was always cold. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So it didn't, that that's fine. Too. Cold sandwiches with hot condiments. Interesting. No, because if I, I I don't eat if I, the only sandwich or if you can consider it a sandwich that I eat that's hot would be a grilled cheese that don't require no condiments. You're right. Yeah, true. Right. Now, when I'm eating like a turkey, <laughs> when I used to eat a turkey and cheese sandwich, and I put mayo on there, even if I put mustard, my mustard didn't used to be cold. Mm. But the mayo was in the the turkey cold and the cheese cold, and that's all right. Now my um. <sighs> My unpopular opinion, I'm, since you said that, that made me think of one, and I'm going to keep it condiment-related. But mayonnaise, and this is an unpopular black opinion, but mayonnaise is better than Miracle Whip. There, I said it. Nope. So I will say this before I went 
and I use a vegan mayonnaise now. But prior to, I like, if it's a sandwich, it got to be Miracle Whip. It can't be nothing else. But if I was making like tuna salad, chicken salad, potato salad, then I did use regular mayo. Yeah, I like. I, I like will mayonnaise. say that. I, I will I hate, say. I will say that. <clears throat> I can't. I can't stand Miracle Whip. Like Miracle Whip is so good on the turkey cheese sandwich, little baby. Oh my that god, shit too sweet. Um, like my stepdad like that shit. I can't eat that shit, man. I, my grandma like put it. me on. My grandma put me on, and you he, definitely. Yeah, I like mayonnaise. Yeah. If I go somewhere, I'm getting mayonnaise on my burger, on my sandwich. Now, and and see, that's the thing. Whenever I used to go out places and eat, I always put mayonnaise. I wanted on my burger. I used to want it on my subs. All of that stuff when I used to eat that stuff. And I was cool because I knew most of the time it wasn't Miracle Whip. But if I was going in the store and I was buying for my home, I bought Miracle Whip. Yeah, well, we and already know your taste buds are trash, so. Shut the fuck up. That's a lie. Yeah, you got trash. When I was buds. with my ex-wife, though, we definitely used to have to go in the store and buy two different she liked dupes, and I used to get Miracle Whip. Shout and I used to out, use the dupes to, to do stuff, but I had to have Miracle Whip for my sandwiches. Shout out to her crazy ass. Um, I mean, because love baby. Yeah. Next. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's my unpopular opinion. And all you nigglets, don't holler at me about fucking mayonnaise is trash and it's white people's condiments. I take offense to y'all calling Taylor Swift mayonnaise and all kind of shit like that. <laughs> I like so, you mayonnaise. Know, I am that a lot of black people do not like mayonnaise. Yeah. My mom doesn't like it. And she hates it so much so that if we're in a restaurant, in order to get her point across, she'll say she's allergic to it. So they don't fuck up at all. Yeah. But um I you know, for a while it was just her because everybody else I was around like mayonnaise. But the more I get to know like other people, I just be like, damn, y'all really be beefing with mayonnaise though. Yeah, I I, I had got um I had got a burger uh, the other week. And, and my shit didn't have no mayonnaise on that shit. Man, I was so fucking pissed off, man. That burger got to have mayo on it. it got to have it mayo got on to. it. Got to. Got it to. got to. Matter of Look fact, at us agreeing on some shit. Oh. Matter of fact, I'm cooking me some burgers later on tonight. And it's going to be some mayonnaise on that motherfucking burger. <laughs> well, if I still ate burgers, uh, beef burgers, then I definitely would put mayonnaise on it. Yeah. Sucks for you. It doesn't. It's Angus too. Oh, mm. that's another thing. Even before I got off meat, I ne- I was not big on beef. I I I never liked burgers for real, ever at all. No, you Especially like Angus. It takes too long to digest. It make me just feel just full and disgusting, and it take me forever for that shit to come out. I'm in, I'm I'm cool on that. Mm. <sighs> I bet you like sausage though. And uh, that'll be doing for us to this week. Yep, yeah, we out because Brandon <laughs> outside of control. We got, we good. Uh, Brandon, share your social media so we can go on. Let these uh, folks go. Y'all, know, y'all, yeah, ladies first, ladies first. What's your social media? You can find me on Instagram at lovecurls underscore, and you can also check my blog. I posted two new blogs last week at multidimensionalsoul dot com. Yeah, two new blogs. Yep, last week I was like, take that, Brandon. Ooh. No, I won't take it because that's rape. And you can find me at uh, on Instagram at BP McCoot. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Leave us an email on uh, at uh, djbladeshow at gmail.com. Um, rate, rate and review the show. Yes, on iTunes. And if you leave us a review on something else on one of the other platforms, let me know so I can find it and read it. Um, Google Play Store or Stitcher. I don't know if Stitcher is still popping. 
I think I it was know. Spotify. All I know, all I know is uh, five tunes. That's all I know about. Yeah, yeah. Leave us that out five star, so we can read it on the show, make you a part of the show. Yeah, and leave us, you know, email us some shit. Um, yeah, that's it this week because I got a game. Uh, I'm be easy. I'm Courtney, and we out.